Boker Tov. Good morning, good morning, everyone from the beautiful, ancestral, biblical Judean hills. So, another quiet night here in the Judean hills. But like I've been telling you, this is the quiet before the storm. A storm is coming. The massacre on the Gaza border was only the beginning. A storm is coming. Nobody knows whether the storm's coming tomorrow, in a week, in a month, in a year, but it's coming and we all have to be prepared. And the most important way to be prepared is mentally and spiritually, right? That is how we prepare. It's a different world today. It's a different world for all of humanity and it's especially a different world for all Jews, not just Jews in Israel, but Jews everywhere. All right, so the most important thing is don't be afraid. Do you know how many times God tells us in the Bible not to be afraid? I mean, someone actually looked at it and wrote down the number. Hundreds of times, hundreds of times God tells the Jewish people not to be afraid. King David in Psalms constantly tells us, don't be afraid, trust God. That is how we prepare for the storm that is coming for all of us. The bottom line is faith. Do not be afraid of man. Do not walk around in fear. Walk around with true faith. That we do what we got to do. He's going to do what he's got to do. And together we're going to get rid of the evil. But it's going to be painful. But don't be afraid. How do, how do I know that this storm is not just about what's going to happen to us, Jews, in Israel, abroad, but to all of humanity? Well, like I always tell you, the Jew is the canary in the coal mine. And the state of Israel, the modern state of Israel, the third Jewish commonwealth, right? It's the third time the Jewish people have our sovereignty in our own ancestral homeland, for thousands of years, the third time, right? Everyone who says, oh, Israel's only 48 years old and it doesn't even belong to the Jewish people. No, folks, it's the third time we have sovereignty in our ancestral homeland. The first times we're back with King David. All right, King David times thousands of years ago. So how do I know that this is something that's gonna affect all of us? Well, I just saw a video yesterday of a college professor at Columbia University asking all of his students on campus to video his speech or video his emotional rant. And what was his emotional rant? He was screaming for parents in America to know that their children are not safe to be on campuses like Columbia, Harvard, Stanford, NYU, right? All the elite college campuses of America are unsafe today because those colleges coddle and allow pro-terror student organizations to actively have protests on their campuses and that the presidents of those universities are not saying anything and not doing anything to stop pro-terror organizations from being active on college campuses. So he was saying, I have people telling me, shut my mouth, I'm gonna lose my job. He's a, he's a professor in the business school of Columbia University. He goes, I can't shut my mouth. 
I'm not scared of losing my job. I'm scared. I'm scared of walking on my own college campus because there are pro-terror student organizations active on Columbia University in the middle of New York City. And he called straight out. Parents, do not send your kids to Columbia, NYU, Harvard, Stanford, the elite of the elite. And it's not just those, it's many. You are seeing the erosion of morality in Western enlightened culture. You're talking about the elite of the elite of universities. The people who, they're so enlightened and they're so progressive and they are actively supporting pro-terror student organizations on their campuses. I'll take this a step further, right? And it's not just about the Jew. Like right now, it seems like only the Jew is in trouble. They're only screaming against the Jew and the Jews and the Zionists and Israel. But again, we are the canary in the coal mine because this jihadist Muslim anti-Israel agenda is out to get all infidels. The Jew were the easy target first. But like the saying goes, first they're going to go after the Saturday people, then they're going to come after the Sunday people. For those of you not familiar, Saturday people is a reference to Jews. Sunday people is a reference to Christians. They are out after all of us infidels. Once they break their violence out against Jews in a very public way and it's not dealt with, properly that totally ends it and makes it known that it is totally illegal and evil well they're going to be coming after all americans all canadians all australians everywhere everyone that's just what's going to be all right you don't have to be a prophet to understand this just be a student of history so then i had another friend who said this and she's so correct she basically said you see the outpouring of evil hatred against the Jew and Israel in the streets already uh, in New York, London, uh, Los Angeles, right? Different cities. You're seeing the outpouring of hate and you're seeing Jews being attacked. The day Israel attacks Gaza with a massive campaign, like massive, like massive ground forces, etc., we're going to be seeing a huge, a huge growth of violence and hatred, vitriol in cities across the Western world. The BLM riots are going to be nothing compared to the Islamic jihadis who are living in the Western cities and what they're going to do in the streets of Western countries. The BLM riots are going to be nothing, nothing. The hatred behind this Islamic jihadist mindset is going to be devastating, not just against Jews, but against all of us, the Saturday people and the Sunday people and everyone in between who gets caught in the middle all over the world in every major Western city. So the storm is coming and your government officials and your university administrations and your community organizations are ignoring it because it's not politically correct. Not politically correct, guys. You guys are on your own. You're on your own to buy your own weapons to protect yourselves, but do not be afraid. You place your trust in God above. That's how we get out of this.
So not much more to update you about the war effort because we're still in waiting mode. Um, my son on the front lines, they're all being trained, waiting to go in. On the one hand, we want them to go in and take care of this. On the other hand, we know that the Israeli army is not prepared for what's going to happen because going into Gaza means that then Iran joins the war with shooting rockets at us from Lebanon and Syria. Just last night, Iranian rockets were shot by Yemen, the Houthis, the Houthis in Yemen, who are a proxy for Iran. So they were shooting rockets at us. Uh, so it's going to be an all-out war. Now, why in the world America and Russia have to get involved with this? Like, why America had to send its ships here? Shows you that this isn't about Israel. It's not about Gaza. There's something much bigger going on. And if you're a biblical, then you're thinking already Gog, Magog, and, and biblical prophecies of a major war but in, in the world. So it definitely could be that, and definitely people talking about that. Because it makes no sense why America's... Why did Biden make fun of Putin last night? Like, why is he bring Putin into the Middle East? So, like, why? Saying Putin's just as bad as Hamas. Like, why? Why? It just shows you it's not about Israel. There's something much greater. It's like the Western NATO countries failed to attack Russia using the Ukraine crisis. So now they're trying to go after Russia using the Gaza massacre, the Hamas-Gaza massacre of Jews in Israel and a potential breakout of war here in the Middle East, meaning it doesn't make sense. It's not about us. We are all pawns. We're all being moved on a chessboard by greater powers out there. And it's so sad because we pay with our lives for some crazy, insane, strategic, geopolitical insanity that somehow Biden and his, his administration, together with other Western countries, are out to get Putin and Russia, and they have to involve us, and we have to lose our lives. It's just nuts. And again, anyone who thinks Biden is good, or Biden likes the Jews, or Biden has wonderful speeches in support of Israel, oh, we love him. Like, I am sick to my stomach as I see Jews and Jewish communities and Jewish schools writing letters thanking Biden for his supportive speech and support of Israel. He is stopping Israel from protecting himself, uh, protecting ourselves. He is not letting us properly go into Gaza and destroy Hamas. He's, he, he's put conditions upon, upon giving us weapons. We can't stay there. We have to give them a humanitarian aid. No, we can't give them a humanitarian aid. All of Gaza are human shields for Hamas. Gaza mothers basically raise their children to kill and massacre and mutilate innocent Jews. That's not an innocent population like if um, uh, America was bombing Berlin and not everyone in Berlin were Nazis, but when America bombed Berlin, so innocent civilians were killed. Or how about the hundreds of thousands of innocent Iraqis who were killed when America bombed Iraq? Not everyone was with Saddam Hussein. There were plenty of Christian Iraqis who definitely were not with Saddam Hussein who lost their lives because America bombed the hell out of Iraq and hundreds of thousands of Iraqi innocent civilians were killed. This is not the same situation. We are at war with the Palestinian Nazis, 
Right now, Gaza is the spearhead, even the Palestinian Authority in Judea and Samaria, in charge of all these Arabs around me here, are just as bad as Hamas, so no one should separate Hamas and the Palestinian Authority. Just go to palwatch.org and see all the videos of the Palestinian Authority officials also talking about massacring Jews and killing Jews and destroying Israel. So there's no difference between the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. They're all Palestinian Nazis. But yet... Biden is saying we have to give humanitarian aid to Gaza. Anything that goes into Gaza goes to Hamas. Hamas takes the stuff away from whatever innocent civilians might be there to use for themselves. We have to starve Hamas out of their tunnels. Do you know Hamas has an underground city, fortified city? The world has been giving billions of dollars to Hamas through American money to Iran and to UNRWA, a United Nations organization, they haven't used that money to build hospitals or improve the economy for jobs for their civilians in Gaza. No, 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 no. They've used those billions of dollars of your taxpayer money, right? Your taxpayer money, whether you're America, Canadian, European, to build rockets, to build uh, munitions factories, to build an underground city where they have 40,000 Hamas militants hiding, waiting to jump out of the ground when Israel sends in the IDF. It's going to be a massive destruction for IDF soldiers to go into Gaza. Egil? We're going out of here. I'm going out of here. So the bottom line is... Gaza is not going to be a, a, a pretty place for us to go into. But Biden, instead of allowing us to starve them so that they give up and hand over the hostages that they took, the mothers, the grandmothers, the babies, the toddlers, instead of letting us withhold water, electricity, like pressure them. That's, this is war. We got to pressure them. Instead of letting us do that, no, no, no. We have to give them humanitarian aid, which is not humanitarian because Hamas is going to take it anyway and allows them to survive and get stronger to con continue fighting us and killing us and not letting us win this war. Anyway, folks, we're going to win this war. How, when, I have no clue. But I do believe in God above and all of you trust the one above. He's got our backs. And again, this calling for this coming for all of us. We're just the canary in the coal mine. So everyone, if you want to care about your own lives, stand up strong for the Jewish people in the state of Israel. Out of here. Shalom, everyone, from the beautiful, ancestral, biblical Judean hills in our land of Israel. Yeah.